0: Hello and welcome. This is Mish Daniel from Revolve Commercial. I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. We are going to be sharing with you some fantastic pieces of information. So whether you're driving or out walking your dog or just want to learn, I really appreciate you being here. And I commend you for taking the time out of your busy day to invest in your knowledge of the commercial property industry. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. And just for those newcomers, I help Investors generate cash flow on autopilot by acquiring high yielding commercial properties to help you grow your successful portfolio. So let's get into it straight away. Today, we're going to be drilling down on a couple of questions. What lifestyle results am I seeking from business or an investment? What are the best industries for my investment properties? And what type of network? do i need in order to grow my investment i am mish daniel from revolve commercial i started out at the age of 22 amassed a reasonable size portfolio had to leave it all behind moved to australia when i was at the fresh young age of 48 and have started all over again building that portfolio i would like to introduce you to my very special guest today Now I've known Guy for a couple of years, and I can tell you um, a better person in business for advice you cannot get. Guy Wilson, formerly co-founder of one of Australia's largest software development companies, now driven to help aspiring entrepreneurs and employees to progress by making the right connections. Guy is passionate about gliding, snow skiing, travel, and he is passionate about helping other people and business. I strongly strongly relate to those who go into business seeking greater degree of control and financial independence. Guy once took the huge plunge to move from employment to business ownership, a very scary move back then. It doesn't need to be too scary today. And here we have Guy Wilson. Guy, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so looking forward to having a chat with you about making things happen
1: absolutely uh, wonderful to be here thank you so much for inviting me mish um and it's wonderful to have been associated with you over the years i admire you so much uh, for your uh, spirit uh, of, of what you do and it's what it's the willingness that uh, i believe is the magic ingredient ingredient for just about anyone to achieve the results
0: <clears throat> thank you Guy. Thanks. That's we 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 when you and I get uh, chatting, we can chat forever, which uh, mm. get pretty dangerous. We're going to be speaking mainly about uh, business, really. Um, and Guy and I were talking a little bit earlier, and and the bridge between business and commercial real estate. And I think that the biggest understanding is that your commercial real estate is driven by the business that's in it to a large degree. So. Um, Guy is an absolute whiz when it comes to building businesses, building relationships, and I think this is going to be an absolute asset having him. We've spoken before and um, you've often said deciding which business you go into is always very important to ask what is the lifestyle the lifestyle or the results that you're seeking from a business
1: yeah absolutely i mean too many people i think get all excited about a a particular idea or business um, and then you'll see it. You, 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 we all know it. We, we can observe the signs of people who then become slaves to that business. Mm. It, 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 it's that the business owns them. They don't own the business. So if you are more careful about it and you think about it in advance, and you know, one of the things that you're doing, Mish, which I, I highly admire and, and recommend to people as part of their plan, is recurring or passive income. So if you can actually uh you know have multiple sources of income but in particular employment but do something on the side of that right and Mm -hmm. gradually build that up um that will help you to achieve in the end the lifestyle that you really do want because it's a matter of time as well as money there's no point in fact in having lots of money if you don't actually have if you can't settle back a little bit and and know that that money keeps on coming in, right? So, yes, the type of business is critically important and that changes over time. And I'm sure that's the case with commercial or, or real estate generally. Um, things do change and areas change and that's why it's important to get someone like you who knows knows <laughs> the, the field so well.
0: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, and, and not necessarily me. I mean, there's a, there, there are a hundred professionals out there. Um, when people do come on board with us, we introduce them to various different prof- professionals to help the process to go along. Um, but it's, it's, it's all about that journey. I think that's the most important thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's, and it's about the network. It's about the network that you build around you, not only a, in, um, singularity, singularly what you're doing but in collaboration with loads of people um you were very inspirational in my life when it came to collaboration and how to work collaboration um and i know you that is one of your yeah. fondest let's say, successes. Yes. no no
1: absolutely because uh i somebody sent me through a, a fantastic link um and, and the title of it was you're not building a career, you're building your network. And I tell you what, that is so, so important because if you're building a, 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 a business or a career, you know, if that you want to pivot and change and move into another area, and people don't know you; they just know the business. Then, then it's very, very difficult. So, uh, you know, yes, you're right. I'm a, such a big believer in network first and ideas second. So you don't have to worry too much if you if you actually uh, just relax. If you've got the luxury uh, of being not having to uh, make make thing make a business work because maybe you've got employment or If you can actually uh, just build your network. You'll discover ideas. You'll you'll meet wonderful people uh, and great connections, and you'll have a lot of fun doing it. And these days, it's never easier. It's 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 easier now than it's ever been because people accept that we do this kind of thing. We do it online. We don't have to mm-hmm. meet like mm-hmm. when I met you. It was the entrenched view was you have to meet physically, right, with people. Uh, otherwise, you won't build a relationship with them. Well, COVID changed that for the better, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes yeah. and no. I mean, I yeah. think I think there's something very magical in meeting. Oh, it's
1: lovely to meet you for sure. You know? But there's no doubt about that. But it, it it's a combination, you know. So um, I yeah, started yeah. A, a business which was around spreadsheets. The very first spreadsheet that was ever invented um, was like most things when they first get invented, it was just uh, it it was, it was uh, discarded as being irrelevant. Basically, I mean, you wouldn't believe it at the time. And it. Wow. Was really Certainly not. Even it was it was it was it was promoted as a scientific application, not a business application. My brother and I said, "Oh, wait a minute! This has got amazing potential." So we started to uh, because both of us had an accounting background. So we started to uh, to go around and talk to people about it. And I was just amazed at the change resistance. It was a good thing as a as a young age. It's quite a good thing to discover change resistance because it doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means you need to try harder. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, so, and
0: you did that very successfully we didn't did you?
1: we did that I mean, very successfully
0: based and, on mm. the most fundamental uh spreadsheets
1: yeah absolutely so one little, little tip you know I would give people is if you get somebody credible on side with no matter what it is that you are doing, if it's new and different, uh, and you get a, you get a believer who is credible in the marketplace, um, that can change everything. So in our case, it was Maya Maya department stores, right? So they had a team of people at the time, so that is a team of seven people and have these big white spreadsheet uh, physical, uh, pads, and they had people with calculators, and they are putting down numbers like this, and they were uh, adding them up. And one person would pass their pad to the next person to do a consolidation. Wow! <laughs> to the next thing. <laughs> anyway, so we 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 convinced this, the lady who ran that department to um, give it a go with, with with our thing, and it ended up that they had they reduced the, the team to one um but more importantly f- the numbers were accurate because it was so when you're doing things uh, you know manually um people doze off and whatever, and, and they make mistakes and so the, yeah. the, the store the, the numbers were not accurate so we helped and so well, then she was just so delighted uh that other people that we've been trying to convince them, well maybe they have got something and then you know they go and talk to 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 Myers and uh and on it went from there type of thing. So interesting. And then our second venture was just here, this one here. We um we started a, a, a company that um it was a forerunner to an organisation called SAP. It may not mean anything to you, but it's one of the biggest software companies in the world now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at, we, at
0: SAP, it's an accounting software, isn't it? Yes, yeah,
1: it, it is. It's a management information software. So we developed yeah. uh, a product from scratch with the money that we made from the consultancy um, and borrowed from the banks. <laughs> <laughs> As, you As you do. back <laughs> then. Um, and... Uh, uh, mind you, uh, don't, I highly advise you don't need to do that anymore because I'm <laughs> not, you know, I'm not into taking that kind of risk, you know. Um, <laughs> and um, anyway, so uh, we started this this company. Um, this well before the internet, um, and and that's how it looked. It looked, uh, you know, like that was the back room of the the, uh, the building that we had. So our clients were large service based organizations, banks, government departments. Um, and so forth um and but once again when we first started no one wanted to take a risk on us and eventually we found one a guy in one company who did it was a very big company and once again it was the same story as the maya story um where other people uh followed on from there so you don't give up you've got to persist <laughs> it's not-
0: Absolutely, you 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 can yeah. never give up. I mean, it's it's exactly the same. If you want to, if you really want to reach your goals, just keep keep kicking that ball.
1: That's just right.
0: Coming about. So the second one was it also numbers based? I'm assuming it was it was well, the, well
1: because because we had so, so much experience with uh, the spreadsheets, right? What yeah. we decided to do is to, we we developed from ground up our own spreadsheet Right. we wrote the code right from right from the, the so it's like almost developing excel but then on top of that we incorporated it into a management information system so that mm. the what the what the people of the time really liked was the fact that they could develop their own reporting dig into the numbers Pull out whatever numbers that they wanted and it was integrated, you know, uh, in their number one, number two, because they had access to us, if they wanted something that wasn't there, um, they could uh, talk to us because basically we we sold the product in the first place for X dollars but then we charged 15% per annum for them uh, uh, to... For, Consulting. To, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, and they could basically have whatever they wanted within that within a year because it added to the product usually anyway, sort of thing. So, um, so that was that was kind of how we did it. Yeah,
0: and passive income. What what more can you ask for?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we when in the end all of our expenses were covered by the what we call ma- software maintenance. Um, yeah. That's what we called it in those days. So any sales that we made were. A cream on top of that.
0: <laughs> that's absolutely amazing. And from there, you went on to building businesses.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, from then I went on to building businesses, and we sold this business in 2000 to a subsidiary of Telstra, which sort of gave us a fair bit, a fair bit of cash. Uh, mm-hmm. Enabled me to move to the best place in the world. No, did I say that Queensland? My <laughs> father. I'm <laughs> to my father. He say you've got to come to Queensland to go to the coast. It's awesome. So I've been here for 25 years, and uh, back in 2017 is when we started the Connect Collaborative because. The four things that drive me, memories, relationships, and experiences, and the fourth value for me is making a difference in the lives of others. And the, p- the lives that I've chosen to make a difference in are people like me and you who want to get out there, have a go. How can we help you? How can we make it easier for you? And the the, the way that I, I believe is, is one of the best things you can possibly do is just get involved in a network of people that are high-value people on the one hand. On the other hand, they're caring um, and willing to help you if you're willing to uh, pay it forward, if you like. Um, So that's where we started the Connect Collaborative. Uh, It was just physical uh, presence. uh, Then it moved on to uh, being able to do things globally uh, and online. And most recently, Safer Entrepreneurship, which is all about helping people in the corporate environment to move safely from that corporate environment to start something on the side um, that they can gradually build up. And that would also play into uh, commercial property as an example um you know i was talking to you earlier about a guy uh that i have met recently who's fabulously wealthy but just a down-to-earth guy and he's done it all with commercial property i mean um and you know in the last 10 years he's got com- he's got a lot of commercial properties he has not got one that's ever missed a payment right not one wow
0: uh, that, is, know, that is
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> he's, he's the bloke that lost all his property at the age of Absolutely. 50. Yep, and as, has come all the way back in again and doubled and quadrupled. Yeah, absolutely. He had before. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing and is, only on commercial property.
1: Only on commercial property. That's right. He, he, <laughs> he, prior he did have other other stuff other than commercial property, right? But um, but after after that he, he focused on commercial property. Um which, which is great. And I think the main thing there is you and I, we admire people like that and we listen to them. We you know, um, too many people I think today. Blast off on their own and try to do everything. Try to do stuff on their own without listening to the wisdom of people who've been around the block a few times. And wh- why would you reject that when it doesn't cost you anything? You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? Get it. Get it from. Uh, get it from experience. At the beginning of the show, I promised that I was going to give you a couple of free gifts. If you go to our website, you can click on the Wealth Grow Plan we've created a simple eight step system for you to walk through. If you wanna know if you qualify for a commercial property and how you can move into a commercial property. We also offer you a membership of the VIP Investor Picks. This is roughly plus minus 20 of the top properties that I personally have selected. These properties are shortlisted from at least about a hundred properties that we view every single month and you, can click on that list and become a member of that VIP investor list and that just flies into your email every single month. We also have for you a due diligence checklist. This is what you would need if you're looking at viewing a property. So it's a little checklist that you can go along and uh, what sort of questions to ask agents, what questions to ask tenants. It's jam packed with information about what to look out for in the building and or legals, what to what to do and what to ask for. Last but not least, we also have a free strategy session. Now, this is a 30 minute session with one of my strategists to help you answer your questions. This is an opportunity to see if you qualify for a commercial property and how to move forward. You mentioned it earlier, that uh, the most important things to you are memories relationships and experiences i I was going to ask you a couple of of questions just around uh, yourself and how you've you've built you know your wealth and your passive income and that and what is the most important advice you would give to um, aspiring entrepreneurs, investors?
1: I would say network first and ideas second. Um, go slowly, slow it down. There is no there is no rush unless you make it a rush. And you make it a rush if you rush into things and you have to make it work. Um, that can be the, the disastrous. But if you if you build your network, I always say this to my kids: network first, and you will discover the ideas. You will refine the ideas. You will bounce your ideas off other people. You'll you will just uh, dis- make the right contacts to make things work. So that would be my biggest advice: network first, ideas second. I read something the other day which says that uh, t- said that the, the um, research shows that. Only 28% of success, and I don't know how they measured it, but only 28% of success comes down to the idea. The rest of it comes down to factors other than the idea. Yes, you've got to have a good good idea, but that does not guarantee you success in any shape or form.
0: Absolutely. You know, why you while you're talking, I'm thinking about um, you know, I was chatting to somebody about doing an MBA, very successful guy. And I said to him, why would you want to go do an MBA? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, really, you, you, you're very successful, you're well connected. And he said to me, Mish, because um, I'm, I'm wanting to be connected to a higher level of type of people. Yes. So by doing the MBA, really? it exposes him to a whole nother um, you know. It's it's- if you had your life over, if you had your life, what would you do differently?
1: What I would do differently is I wouldn't see the need to take enormous risk. You know, a lot of people that I come across are always talking about how am I going to get venture capital to get my thing off the ground? Well, and, and they're almost excited when they do get it, but I think to myself, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You owe somebody else money. <laughs> yep,
0: yep, you know?
1: yep. And it, it's all right if you're doing it for like borrowing for a commercial property or something like mm. that. That's a different kettle mm. of fish altogether. That's but if you're, and mortar. Yeah, that's right. But if you're borrowing um, for a startup or an idea or to pay the wages of uh, software developers, you know that that can be a very dicey proposition.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sure can. That is that is that is risk without any tangible. Um, and having said that, I mean there there are lots of um, uh, businesses that have taken that risk and they have succeeded. I have.
1: You know? they, they have. But there's a lot more that haven't. <laughs> of course, you don't
0: hear about those. <laughs> you don't hear. You don't see those on Facebook.
1: <laughs> no, no, you don't, do you? And, that's and the time Instagram half, and half all the time of those. Go, well, I yeah. want to be Elon Musk or I want to be whatever. No, if you actually think about it, it's what you said at the beginning. Sit down, think about what you want. Um, and gradually develop a, a, ideally develop a passive or a recurring income out of something up to the point that it replaces your current income so and then goes beyond that um, because in the end
0: strategy. You know,
1: it makes sense and and i think commercial property certainly fits into that uh, that yeah. that sort of bundle too doesn't it
0: well it certainly has worked for me and for for many of my clients and uh, many of the people that i see you know ongoing and uh, a lot of people ask me when is a good time to invest well in in my life every day is a good time to invest it doesn't really matter what's happening in the market because the market is it's like an ocean it's constantly moving you know so it's 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 up and down all the time yeah. But um, you said something very early um, on about risk and reward. Um, and I said bricks and mortar. Um, now, I have invested in business and businesses, a multitude of businesses through my, my years. Um, however, I've always held real estate on the side. So I've always run my businesses yeah. and held real estate. And the, the, the bridge between the two is um, you know, running a business or owning a commercial property, very much the same. And I think I've been successful in, in running commercial properties because I've had successes in running businesses.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You know,
0: and, and you need to have the fundamental business, um, I would say acumen or knowledge. And I'm, I'm using the words fundamental um, with good reason because it's very good to know, you know, how to start, what the numbers are, what you're looking at, uh, to understand yields, cap rates, um, projections, and all of that. And I know, again, you're a genius at this because you started it when you were three and a half years old, as we saw (laughs) (laughs) and spoke about earlier. (laughs) But for many people coming into this, um, I like to make it as simplistic as possible. And um, I use what I call cheat sheets, we use heaps of cheat sheets on a daily basis I don't know the
1: numbers you can't just wing it type of thing you can't just, I mean it's a bit like uh, somebody sort of says well uh, you know they're going to give me this much yield for, for my property well you need to look at the, the how how long are they going to be around you know like I mean uh, you know w- uh, and, and know a little bit about their their trend and all that kind of stuff so that's where I think you know you can you know why just getting the knowledge is, is great you know this chap that I was talking about who's in his eighties now um, you know he's talking about industrial property and and he and the sorts of thought process that went through he leased one of these properties to um, people who refurbished train wheels you know like the 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 uh, the, the, wow. the undercarriage of trains and he said they had to import massively heavy equipment and dyes and things like that and he said I know they're not going anywhere in a hurry because to
0: <laughs> that's it. there's the key to,
1: to, to move that to move that I also know that they're in a business that's um, uh, what, what's the word uh, almost like a monopoly in a sense because of what they do there is no there are, there are, there's not a lot of competitors around it I also don't increase their rents much. Uh, over time. So there's no need for them to even think about moving somewhere else type of thing. Right. So just stay, you know, I just thought that was kind of wise, wise advice, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah, that is very, very good advice because yeah. a, a lot of people come into this and the first thing they want to do is increase, increase, increase the rent, you know, yeah. uh, and I always say, oh, hold your horses there, you know, uh, you're, oh, yeah. you, you, you got to realize that when you're in business and when you, you, you own commercial, uh, properties, that um your business partners are your tenants correct you know and 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 you need to work with them um and of course it's got to be reasonable you know um cpi or an increase or a a rent review after a while we we always say it's got to be within reasonable and it's got to be it's got to be a win-win situation for both.
1: yeah yeah absolutely because they want to love you you know uh, you want them to love you uh type of thing Uh, and i'm sure it's just all in the way you think. Sometimes it's you think it's some some geniusly complicated thing, but it's actually not. It's just patience and <laughs> relationships, right? <laughs> That's right. Relationship. You, know, really. you said
0: it earlier. It's it's all about those relationships, nurturing those relationships. And I think at Revolve Commercial, what we've we've become very well known for is that is that nurturing, you know, nurturing, we like to nurture our clients, we like to nurture our, our tenants um we offer a secondary service which is commercial realty management so in other words once the client's been through the process of having the baby (laughs) acquiring the property, it's always who's going to manage it and they'll throw it out to one of the big brands uh and they're never happy with them so we by default we started commercial realty management and we consider the nurturing and as a result of that the better you look after your tenants the better they're going to look off
1: oh, And I imagine that, let's just take a hypothetical. Let's just say that you built a, net, a network and you've got a tenant uh, that you know somebody that you can introduce to them to, that's going to help their business uh, enormously. They're going to be forever grateful to you, number one. Number two, they're going to do better. So they're going to be able to be your tenant for a lot, lot longer. Really <laughs> spot on, yeah. yes. Yeah.
0: And that's exactly how we look mm-hmm. at it as well. We We currently have a tenant that's, It's sort of battling in business a little bit. Uh, And we've recently introduced them to somebody who can help them out with the business. They're getting on a little bit in life. And in fact, what they were thinking of doing is just shutting it down and walking away. And I said to them, why would you do that? You've got a going concern. You've worked for 40 years on this business. There's somebody else that's coming into the market that would love to step into your boots and be prepared to pay you for it. So instead of just shutting it down, Oh, yeah. You know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 is more than just closing the doors.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. People don't yeah.
0: realise the value of their businesses.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because someone else will see, a younger person who's going to see other possibilities and have more energy to fit it, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's a going concern. It's got a clientele. It's already got a name in the market. Mm. It's already had all its marketing and everything done for it. So a great opportunity. So we really love working with, with both our clients as well as our tenants in the same You
1: know, one thing too, Mish, I mean, I'm not an expert by any means, but uh, I I like commercial property more than residential, uh, particularly with what I see coming into the future. You know, I'm not down on it, but um, I just think residential is much potentially a lot more difficult than commercial. (laughs) Am I right?
0: It is. uh, uh, commercial look there's the pros and cons i think in commercial um there's a lot more to do when acquiring a property there's a lot more in terms of your due diligence there's so many more areas and in fact i popped a couple of questions up um, that we're looking at um, that you need to be asking when doing um you know when purchasing a property how long has the business been there um, how long have, have the tenants themselves been in those premises Uh, Is it a sustainable business, like you were talking about, (laughs) Uh, 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 train wheel repairs um, and changes? Is it a business that will be around in the future? Uh, Well, I think trains are most certainly going to be around for the next 30, 50 years, if not longer. Um, And of course, to look at the ledgers, do they pay on time? So there's, there's so many areas to look into when purchasing a commercial, so that is um, I think what scares people, and we go out looking for the red flags. Whereas buying a, a residential property, you've got bricks and mortar, and you've got the area. You know. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, really- I,
1: I think so, and, and and I think it also comes back to what we were talking about earlier, and that's slow it down. There's no, you know, don't act. It's worth doing all of that work um, before you before you leap. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So, so 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 um, important. Um, I popped a, a tendency ledger, just a, a snapshot of a tendency ledger. You can see the numbers um, in, in 10 minutes. You can analyze this in 10 minutes. And uh, we transfer that onto spreadsheets and we work backwards. We work the numbers to make sure that uh, whatever the asset is or the business is, you know, um, reasonable and uh, going in the right direction. Because of... Of what we're doing on spreadsheets and then and um spreadsheets is one of the most vital parts of business and commercial real estate i'm actually just gonna gonna pop a a little commercial in to say that the next podcast that i'm going to do is all about spreadsheets and it is um just going through all the different types of spreadsheets available and that you would require to make the right decisions uh, from a financial point of view uh, to see whether the property that you're buying is the right property. It's all about
1: the numbers. The, the good thing about that is you can get uh, pro formas. Um, so if you, if you get spreadsheets that, that have things that you might not otherwise have thought of. So if you start building a spreadsheet from scratch, you may leave some things out of it. But I'm sure that you have uh, a lot of, uh formats and so forth that that cover a lot of different things would i be right in saying that
0: absolutely it's you know what we've been doing this for such a long time that um all those those we use those proformas we offer those proformas to our clients if you want to check out uh and and just run the basic numbers on uh your properties on your acquisitions This is the way to do it and we make it simple you can do this on your calculator you can do this on your phone it's so simple it's one of the quickest calculations um, where you're looking at your rental you're dividing your rental by your value of your property so in this case your value of your property let's let's look at that six percent okay at this stage let's pretend we don't know what the six percent is we know what the rental is so your rental is one hundred and fifty thousand, and the client is is the sellers asking for 2.5 million that's going to give you a yield of six percent okay so what what we do is we have uh, a little cheat sheet which is the yield calculator and we dump the 150 into right across the board and when we're negotiating we have the sheet in front of us and as the agent's saying "Mm, no um client's going to be wanting 2.7 i can immediately see it's a 5.5 percent yield without even working it out and be saying, mate, the cap rate is at 6.3%. Why would we be buying a property in that area? You know, So it's it's all part of the negotiation. This is just sim- simplifying it. And if you've got these cheat sheets in front of you when you're negotiating their property, man, you sound like a genius. Because yep. the agent suddenly thinks, how did you work that out so fast?
1: <laughs> well, and, and, and that's the interesting thing too, isn't it, uh, Mish, that um, commercial property is largely determined by the rent the 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 value is determined by to a large extent by the rent not so much with commercial property uh, sorry with the residential property Mm. Uh, it it seems to be valued by the by the the emotions of the people who want to buy in that area and all that but whereas commercial property is a different proposition altogether typically isn't it
0: correct commercial property is all about the numbers it's all about the rent uh, it's about the speed of doing things faster, smarter, better. Um, and it, it it really is a commercial decision, you know, when you are buying commercial properties. Guy, one quick question. I'd love to, to get your views on this. Um, in your opinion, what is the best industry or business to be making money right now?
1: What you're doing is about investment. You know, in essence, do you, do you know, well, it's, it's about knowing businesses and what have you, but, but uh, I imagine you're, you're talking to investors. So investors need to make money. They're either going to make money through their professions uh, or having a business themselves. So if you're talking about having a business yourself, I believe that uh, there is massive potential uh, in, in tech. Uh, not not tech in websites i would say so a lot of people uh don't realize it but they might have a particular interest in, in something you know I'll, I'll just give you an example um i've recently met a guy <clears throat> who's a digital marketer been in digital marketing all his life but he's always had a, a passion for animals dogs pets that sort of stuff so he he decided okay will i um go out and develop a a, a website around pets now what I've been told is that you, if if there's if, if there's already a lot of those sorts of websites out there, don't bother because um, they've got the authority and stuff like that. And he has shown that that's not true. If you've got an interest in something like that. Um, You know, you can actually do the research, which gets back to your point about property, do the research to see whether or not how many people are searching for this kind of thing. What could you do? What could you contribute? How can you describe to pet owners uh, how to train their puppies or whatever it happens to be? And that might be your area of interest. You could actually make money out of it these days. So I think and not have a lot of expense and gradually ramp it up with with google ads and things like that over time but you don't need to do that right at the very beginning so that's one area I, and maybe it's because i come from a tech background but i just think it's it's uh tech is a time who who's, it, it, it's time has come um for uh, average people because more and more is done that way um and i just think there are Uh, You have to be careful about how you do it, a bit like property, but it's something that you can do to to develop um, as a business, if you like. Um, There there are things that you can do. So I think the best kinds of businesses are are businesses, first of all, you start out on the side. In other words, if possible, you keep your uh, current sources of employment or income, uh, and then you start to experiment and build things up on the side, and then you have a a vision to create passive income from any kind of business, but also from, from property and so forth. That's that's kind of that's that would be my strategy, but it's not one that people pursue. It's an all or nothing. Borrow as much as you can from a venture capitalist, take huge risks, but it really isn't necessary. And, and you've got to think about well, what risk am I putting my family here? I've got a huge debt. What if it doesn't work? I mean, those things, things can work. But I'd much rather things that well. If it if it if it doesn't quite work, it won't matter too much. <laughs> matter? Yeah.
0: Well, if you didn't have it before, then um, you know you can carry on doing what you're doing. But I love what you said there about um, you know, and it's 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 uh, following your passion. Uh, yeah. You know, well, you,
1: we- and you can follow your passion with. Like I said, with the pet thing, for example, yeah. if that was yeah. your passion, yeah. you could do that, you know, and, and put your heart and soul on it and people would know that because of what you've written there uh, and what have you. And then how do you make money out of that? Well, dog owners, dog walkers and... Uh, You know, pet companies' food. You know, they all advertise. You know, and that's and that's that's how you make recurring income because because you've got the eyeballs because you're providing value to people who are visiting your website. Um, And um, so so there's there's other people that are in association with that where you you can make money. You know,
0: and this is this often we see this. You know, when we're looking at properties, we see startup businesses. and some of them are good some of them not so good but we always give them the chance we always have a look at them um at, to see how long have they been there whether they are sustainable whether they're paying their rents we look at their ledgers you know because um you can't really tell whether a business is good or, or, or not and whether it's going to be sustainable and bearing in mind when you're buying a commercial property you're effectively buying that lease you're buying that rental so you've got to make sure that that's uh, everything's good and solid you know, within it. Um, I think the flavor of the year or the couple of years have been everybody says buy medical, you mm-hmm. know, um, or, or allied medical. Yes, allied medical is great. I can tell you, I've had a couple of ad- allied medical in my properties and they haven't all been fantastic, you know. So it really does go down to drill down into the numbers, check your spreadsheets, drill down hard, and if you don't understand, ask, ask, and ask again.
1: You yeah. Know? Well, not- it's, it's it's also a little bit like the the train thing. You know, you and I and most people listening to this could understand that. Do you know what I mean? Like so, like Warren Buffett says, if you if you don't understand it, don't 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 go near near it. You know, and if you can understand it and it makes complete sense, then yes. then that's probably a good thing. You know. <laughs> and
0: it's and it's the basic understanding of it uh, anyway. It's yes. you know, you just need to really know the basics of it. You don't have to understand the high level of it
1: yep exactly right. I,
0: I think that is that's it's i am just so delighted thank you so much for joining us um I, so. I thoroughly enjoyed this um time with you chatting to you and like i said before you and i could chat for three hours
1: but you know what i i hope mish that that if people are listening to this, that that have a have a real desire to, to do something in life and do it as safely as possible, and what have you, will have gained something from this, you know, have a path yeah. forward. Uh, I think it's really wonderful to have inspiration, you know, and I think you're an inspiration to, uh, for for people, uh, and some hope, you know. I I I um I love to try and put hope into p- people's lives that they that the people who really want to do better can do better, you know, Um, and and, and the ones that that want to do better and are willing to do something about it um, and not, you know, do the hard yards to some extent because there's no get rich quick.
0: No, never, <laughs> is. never is. Unfortunately, <laughs> as we both know.
1: <laughs> starting
0: all over again how I've i learned that now for the third time, I'm doing it.
1: And you and you can you are the living proof that it can be done, but you also have to roll up your sleeves and go, Well, that's yep. happened. Now now I've got to get on and and uh have a plan to to move make it forward. happen. So I'm hoping that you know a lot of these these sorts of things. I think you know uh, you know I wouldn't sit on on, on something like this unless, I've, unless i unless I I could get value from it. I'm hoping that people have got some some at least hope that well, wait a minute. You know some of the things that have been said here give me hope that I can achieve the things that I want to achieve or help me to think a little bit differently about about things or or whatever. Yeah.
0: Well, Guy, just speaking um, to you is an absolute inspiration. Um, you are an inspiration to me you have been for many years and I, and I really thank you for that. I thank you for for um, what you've taught me about the collaboration and and um, you know just working just learning to work with people differently it really i think it has been the secret source to um, to many people's lives and you've touched you've you've touched on on every one of those so um, I want to thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Revolve Commercial Property Podcast. Don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Cashflow on Autopilot with Revolve Commercial, where we share weekly updates on positive cashflow commercial properties currently on the market and how to acquire them. So go to Cashflow on Autopilot with Revolve Commercial or www.revolvecommercial.com.au.